Hello, everybody. It's Thursday, August 24th, 2017, and you're listening to the Talking Games Podcast. I'm Bobby Shortle, and I'm here with Sam Subak. Hello. And Matt Wood. Hi. Just play with that hair, Matt. Oh. That, that luxurious oh, right. hair. You're on that's video. Right. I'm on webcam. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, man. Um, so, yeah, we are back. I, I'm back. Uh, thank you to Hugh and for all of you guys for filling in last week and holding down the ship as uh, as crazy as it as it was. Yeah, you, you don't have to thank us for that. That was free. <laughs> it that was, was all... It was pretty nuts. It was a pretty nutso thing. Um, it really got weird. <laughs> yes. I, I told Sam, I was just like, you know, like editing the podcast and like just, you know, just kind of clicking through it just to make sure the audio stayed sunk up and that the levels were right. And I just like clicking randomly, I click randomly a spot and then I just hear, oh, then I'll have to have sex with a dragon. And I was like, <laughs> okay, something got a little bit strange in the, in yeah. the going here. Not just um, any dragon. Not just Spyro. Spyro the dragon. No, we had so many problems before we started <laughs> um, recording today. Yes. Uh, yes. It was kind of nuts. Um, we're using Discord video audio uh, this week for the podcast. It's a little different. And that's why the live stream video will look much better to people who are who are watching uh, right now. I'm also going to have to like live switch as we go because um, this doesn't do it itself. But... Uh, yeah, we're doing that, so it's a little bit different from what we what we normally do. And we had a lot of a lot of problems. Sam had to restart our computer. There yes. was a there was a point where where Sam could hear me, and I could hear Sam, and Matt could hear Sam, and I could hear Matt, but Sam couldn't hear Matt. No, which doesn't make horrible. a lick of sense. <laughs> Not one bit of sense. Not a lick. Didn't make That's any sense. That's technology for you. It yeah. just happens. It just happens so. that way. But so that's that's Discord. But yeah, we're using the new Discord video. Um, I'm a Discord Nitro member, so I get access to it a little early. But I think it's rolling out for everybody um, in about a month. It's it's really cool, actually. It's a really cool thing. Um, video quality is much much better than um, appear dot in. So it, it, it's it's. I think cool. we're also. Um, I'm sorry, uh, but I think we're also in widescreen. We are in widescreen. Yeah, oh, yeah. we Fancy. are. So we are. We, there's much more of it you can see this is the way it's meant not, to be seen exactly. it's the way it was meant to be seen it's not crappy letterbox this no. is anamorphic I can I see God. all the Christmas cards on the bolt board behind Matt's head nice <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're uh, we're live for everybody today on the internet not just for Patreon members so that's kind of cool um, I don't know if anybody's oh, watching because I'm not looking at chat right now, but uh, I will in, in a moment. Um, so yeah, we've got a bunch of games to talk about. I have a bunch of stuff that I've been playing in the couple of weeks since I've been on. Um, and uh, we finished some games as well that we haven't uh, had a chance, to, um, a chance to talk about yet at all. So I'm, I'm excited for that. Uh, we got some more listener questions heading in the way too. I will say before I get to anything... Since the last time I was on this podcast, I have won two chicken dinners in Player <laughs> Unknown's Battlegrounds. <laughs> Neither one of them on stream, but both with Hugh and both with uh, Dave Crockett, who is a part of our um, our PUBG server uh, and a longtime listener. So, uh, and that was a lot of fun. Uh, the first one we won was really intense and really strategic and. Uh, we really deserved it. I will say that the second one was the weirdest game of player unknowns battlegrounds I have ever played. And 
we di- basically didn't see anybody the entire game. We got to swim across to the other island. Like we had, no- we didn't have any scopes for our guns. It was just a really weird thing. And we just kept walking around being like, there's only 20 people left. And it, there was only having one circle, which is like a ridiculous amount for only one circle left. Um, and then all of a sudden we're getting across. I'm like, guys, there's only 10 people left. And, and even even in that moment, we didn't really believe we were going to win that game, but it just happened. And it happened that like two teams with very good guns were like could see each other across the street, both had sniper rifles and long scopes, and were going at each other and did not see that we were kind of laying there on the hill w- waiting for them to finish. <laughs> and then we just took them out and we won. It was really weird, but it feels very good after 80 hours to have a couple of victories in that in that old video game. So. I'm excited about that, um, but I've been playing a lot more too. I've actually started playing other games than just Player Unknown's The Battlegrounds. So I mean, games that are technically released because I mean that game's not actually yeah. a real game that's out now. Right? It's it's no, it's not. I mean it's a very real game, Matt. But it's no, I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's just not <laughs> officially released yet. So that's there's crazy. that. Um, well, and before you move off of PUBG, yes. let me just also state for the record that since the last recording, I, I also played some PUBG and uh, I, I ended up shooting Hugh uh, pretty, pretty bad. <laughs> it was it, it was a bad one. I was we we got to these buildings. We're like, oh, we're under fire. I ran inside. It's like, guys, there's somebody upstairs. I'm going to go get them. So I'm going up the stairs. I can see like an elbow poking out from the other side of the door. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get this. I come out guns blazing like, oh, no, Hugh. He was very forgiving, though. So it was it was, it was my first time for friendly fire. Um, but yeah. Probably not my last, but uh, but thank you, no. Hugh, for being so understanding. Knowing so. our group, probably definitely not the last. Yes. Um, so, and at least I didn't kill him. So there was that. That's true. You have one up on Megs on 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 that one for sure. <laughs> um, yeah. So how you found your time with it? I know you haven't played too much, Sam. Right? I, I you've only played a little bit. Yes. How how are you liking it so far? Um, I'm liking it more. So like you know, you were you were there that first night I played, yeah. and it was it was pretty intense for a first time for not knowing what was going on, and I just got really stressed out. Um, and then you know, since then I've I've been playing by myself, just kind of get to get familiar with stuff and feeling better about it, so that at least like I can control like where I'm going when I'm parachuting, and I don't feel like a complete hindrance to to people. Mm-hmm. So I'm feeling pretty good about it now, and I had a lot of fun. Uh, played with Megs and Hugh. Steve from Talking Comics tried to join us, but there were some issues, and he, for some reason, it was much like technical difficulties tonight for us. He just <laughs> couldn't quite get on with us, but, uh, but yeah, I had a lot of fun, and I'm, I'm looking forward to playing uh, Squatted Up some more. Yeah, so. definitely, definitely. Have you uh, have you gotten more used to the mouse and keyboard thing, or you, did you switch to controller, oh, no. Sam? Oh, no, I'm just doing controller, and okay. I'm very happy with it. That's fine, so. that's fine. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you finding the controller <laughs> stuff? Is controller support, like, fully in there and good right now? Um, well, you you have to kind of go set up your own key bindings for oh, okay. it, and so I did that. And I mean, there's there's a little bit too many, so like B to change from like single to auto fire, I still have to use the keyboard, and I think like X if mm-hmm. I want to put my gun away to run. But everything else I've got pretty much mapped where I can use a button for it. So cool, so it works out pretty well. That's yep. good. That's good. I'm glad to hear that. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm very fascinated to see, like I said, when it comes to console and how and how it goes, because everyone will be using controller then. So yeah. it's going to be interesting yeah. to see how that all works together in, in into one, for for sure. Um, 
Yeah, and and they this we have like the PUBG Invitational is going on right now at Gamescom, uh, and they did a big announcement. They showed images from the new map and stuff like that. So a lot of stuff coming, and there's a big update coming at the end of the month. So I, I don't know what that's going to be. I don't know if that's going to be the new map and the vaulting stuff, but I, I'm assuming eventually, Sam, they'll have just straight up controller support in there, like regular controller yeah. support. Because if it's coming to Xbox One, that's going to be in there sooner yeah. rather than later. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, cool, cool, cool. All right, uh, so let's uh, let's do a little lightning around here. I'm gonna get my my, my clock going here, um, and we're gonna do uh, three minutes on this clock. And I think I'm gonna start with Matt. Okay. I, uh, um, and we'll probably spill over because I think the game you're gonna talk about, Matt, I also want to talk about. So it's a hell of a video game. It is. I'm gonna I'm gonna start talking. Damn your timekeeper. There. Go. It's going now. Okay. Three minutes. Go. All right. Sonic Mania is uh, it's a hell of a video game. It's <laughs> it's a hell of a video game for your Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely perfect on that platform. As a matter of fact, wouldn't have bought it for the PlayStation Four. Uh, I I it was one of those cases of I knew it was coming out. I was always interested in it. Every time I ever saw like a trailer or anyone discuss it, I was like that that looks like a great video game. That looks like a lot of fun. Um, and I was like, oh, I'm probably gonna buy it, but I gotta wait till it comes out because let's face it, it's not like, it's not like, that. I, I've been burnt by Sonic the Hedgehog, <laughs> uh, and that's not no, that's not a reference to last week's discussion. Oh boy, at all. Oh boy. Um, but but no, I, I've played some pretty bad Sonic the Hedgehog games. Even that like Sonic the Hedgehog four was, it's a pretty crappy video. It's, game. A, it's a very bad video game. Yeah, not not good, you know, and. Uh, I, I was, I, I heard good things about it, and then I, I, it's kind of like, I don't want to spend forty dollars for it, and so I was like, okay, I'm not gonna buy it. Then I actually looked up to see how much it actually cost, and it was twenty dollars. And I, well, I then picked it up, and uh, it's it's really good. That was a really good one of those. Um, it plays like an old Sonic game, but it does have a few bells and whistles. I I like. Uh, some of the throwback references I like uh, in the second stage, like the boss battle is essentially Poyo Poyo or Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, um, which I thought was a brilliant Easter egg. Um, there, there's all these little like references, um, whether it be like music from the older games, um, like the uh, one of the bonus stages is kind of like a Sonic R-ish Sega Saturn type of game. Um, I don't know. It, it's a ton of fun. I, uh, you know, it, it has its problems, but Sonic's always had its problems. Um, I think, uh, I think people that are complain, a lot of the complaints that I've been hearing, I think they're fair. But I think when it comes to a faithful reimagining or remake of a Sonic the Hedgehog game, uh, those complaints are like part of the experience so mm. overall i i've i've really loved this game and i loved being able to just play it on my switch as a matter of fact i don't think i've played it on the tv yet and that's like the first game i've gotten for the switch that uh that i can say that i usually play on the tv when it comes with the switch but for whatever reason it just feels right to be able to carry this thing around um doesn't exactly get me excited for sonic Generate. 2020 or whatever Gen- yeah, generations whatever. is that what it is uh, that can't be right no it's some, that, that i don't sounds, know what it's called that can be right because it sounds like a bad name 
uh, for <laughs> video games. So that that's probably it. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, definitely, definitely. Okay. I like like I I don't know. I I feel like uh Christian Whitehead who who made a lot of the iPhone ports. I I, mm-hmm. I mentioned it when I was talking about that Sega Forever thing that Sega seems like they've forever abandoned it. Um, uh, he he made that iPhone port, which is actually pretty good. Um, it just seems like it just seems like a really cool uh, one of those, you know. Like right. it, there's nothing new about it, and honestly, I think that's what makes it so good is that there's nothing new about it. I'm done. If, yeah, I, I, that, <laughs> it's a very good video game. It's worth twenty bucks if you have a Switch. You might as well. I mean. <laughs> It's, a, it's, a, it's a such a such a, a, a ringing endorsement, Matt. If you, well, I mean, it's, I it's, mean, it's if you have a switch, of, you might as well. You might. It's true. <laughs> it's like it, it's it's it is it is probably one of the top ten best games for the switch. Okay. Well, that's right, that, that's a good thing to that's say. Better. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's How a good thing. That one? That's a good thing to say. So it's I have like a number ten. I, I haven't looked into it much. So is it just like a two D side scroller, like like yeah. Sonic One or Sonic Two? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, I would okay. say I would say it. Uh, you know, throw Sonic Three in there because it has a lot of the power ups from Sonic Three, like the fire bubble and the water bubble and and all that stuff. Uh, it, it's got some elements of Sonic and Knuckles, like you can play as Knuckles and like Knuckles is like a gliding character and he can climb climb, climb walls and stuff. So you can do those kind of things in there. I mean, they they've implemented things from like Sonic CD, like the uh, uh, like little speed boost that you can do by pressing up. Uh, so I mean, it it, it it's taken uh, cues from that. But yeah, it's like a you know, if this game, well, it, it could have been made in like 1994, but it looks like a game that was made in 1994. If that makes any <laughs> sense, like okay, like yeah, it's it, yeah. If you're if you pine for the days of Sonic the Hedgehog 2 uh, then this game will make you very happy also the music is great mm-hmm Yes, the music is really awesome, uh, and I'll say yeah. too. I I've, I played a bunch of Sonic Mania um, this week as well. Uh, I hadn't planned on buying it, but um, if people it was twenty bucks, so you might as well twenty bucks. So I might as well. I have a Switch. Right. All I'm you getting is Switch. all I'm getting is effing garbage anyway on the Switch. So <laughs> might as well just buy this piece of shit. Um, it's the tenth best best game. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe eleven. Um, anyway. Uh, <laughs> Metal slugs on the Switch. So, uh, so I've been playing it. Um, I hadn't intended to get it, but because actually, um, if people follow me on Twitter or Facebook or whatever, know um, my, my wife was in the hospital again this this past week. She's fine, um, but uh, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna be in the hospital a bit. Let me. I have something, a game to play, and it was an easy game to get on the Switch. Sit there and play it, and like, it's a lot of fun to um, play on that little screen, like Matt, Matt was saying, and I think that. It has the problems that past Sonic games have, but I found myself many times while playing it going like, huh, that's really cool. It's saying mm-hmm. saying that over and over and over again, just with sort of some of the level design and the, the especially the bosses, the bosses are really good. And it, and, yeah. and it has a boss at the end of every single stage, which is, which is a cool thing. Um, you know, it starts out, especially in the first two levels being like, okay, here is basically, you know, Green Hill Zone, one almost exactly how it is in Sonic One, but then once you you move past that to Act Two, Act Two is is a totally different new stage, 
and then you know there there are stages and, and as the game goes along it starts to abandon more and more it's sort of here's the re- reconstruction of an old stage and it just kind of goes into new territory um there's some neat uh, tricks like there's one thing where you have to inject liquid into another liquid and it makes it bouncy um yeah. or bouncier and, and it's neat in, in in that way um yeah it, lo- it looks great you know it moves great the music is awesome uh it's been inventive and fun and, and i've had a great time with it um i I have never been. I've, I've, I liked Sonic, and but I never had a Genesis growing up. That was always the game I would play when I went to my friend's house. So my my really in depth knowledge of Sonic is like the first couple of levels of every Sonic game. So there's probably things that this game is doing that is are like the past games or even levels like the last game. That I don't even realize were levels in those older games. I will say I don't really like the bonus games very much. I don't like the one that's basically at all of the checkpoints that you go to where it's like a behind yeah. the back thing you have to get all these blue orbs and if you touch a red orb you, it's over or whatever that was from uh, sonic 3 oh, okay yeah i don't mm-hmm. i don't like that really at all yeah. um i don't mind like the chase the ufo one or anything like that those those are fine mm-hmm. um but the ones at the checkpoints i'm not really so into um but yeah you know there's things like I'm not good at like the thing where you know Tails jumps in the air and starts helicoptering and grabs Sonic and lifts him up. Like I I know kind of what I have to do, but I always miss it and I always like end up <coughs> pushing Tails like to like the top of like the board and then I have to like push the down stick to get him all the way back down again. Um, but then that I'm, I'm having a really really good time with it. I'm, I'm surprised because I wasn't like super jazzed about it. I was like okay cool when the review started coming out and people were like it's good. I was like oh nice. There's like a good sonic game out that's nice yeah um but i didn't expect to like it as much as i do so that's pretty cool um there's a there's a lot of like uh kind of goofy goofy things that like are kind of like sonic staples like uh like one of the things and you can tell it was like an accident uh like in in sonic the hedgehog 2 a lot of times when you defeat a boss like there's always like a little pit or something that you can accidentally like you could destroy the boss and then go towards like the finish like when you free all the little animals out of the cage uh there's always something that like if you're not paying attention you could just slip and like oh i died there uh and <laughs> those are in this game uh they just decided to kind of leave that there uh also there's the thing where if you're playing like one player uh but you're playing as sonic and tails is just accompanying you um, like when you played Sonic the Hedgehog 2 or Sonic the Hedgehog 3, if someone grabbed the second player controller, they could play as Tails. And it's actually kind of a benefit because Tails has like unlimited lives. The only problem is he can't control the screen. So you can <laughs> only really play him like at the mercy of whoever's playing as Sonic. And you can do that in this game as well. And so those kind of little things that, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog fans are people that grew up with the Genesis are going to like you know remember uh they're there and that's cool that they uh they they made that part of the game no that is very cool absolutely um all right i'm gonna throw three minutes on the clock for you sam um well are we both gonna talk about hellblade because i've already talked about it some and i'd kind of like to let you talk about it first before i talk about it again okay so why don't you you leave hellblade out of your landing round and then we'll talk about it after you're done okay Okay, Sound good? Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Cool. Three this minutes. Be a short lightning round. All right. Well, it's, it's going to be longer than three minutes anyway. So, ready okay, right. and go. <laughs> all 
All right. So uh, last night I was over at a friend's house and I was not going to go into details here, but I was getting caught up on a TV show and something happened and it got me uh, pretty upset, pretty emotional. Um, you know, I've, I've uh, about three weeks ago, I, I put my dog to sleep, so I've been doing pretty well, but you know, some stuff still just gets me. And so last night this got me and, you know, I was crying on the way home. I was just like, man, I need to, I need to play something that's going to get me pepped back up and feeling good. So I was like, let me, let me jump in and do some lawbreakers. And, uh, it was pretty horrible. So we, <laughs> we were playing, just couldn't get anything going. We were getting slaughtered, finally got to the end of the game and, uh, you know, there were like two people that either joined late or hadn't been doing much. So it just, we were, we were destined to fail. But I was just like, well, this, this is not cutting it. What, what can I do? What's going to make me happy? And I was like, you know what? Titanfall 2, I'm going to, I'm going to go back and play some of that. And I jumped in and I just, I love that game so much. I played two games. They went really well. I had a ton of fun, got perked back up again. And I'm just like, you know what? I think like, this is my my comfort food kind of game, like because it used to be Overwatch, I think, but I've been away from that for quite a while. So, uh, so it's nice to like to have that figured out, you know. When I when I need it, I can go play Titanfall two, and and that's going to be the thing that's going to perk me up. So, so that made me really happy last night playing that and just realizing that I had that for me. Um, so there's that, and then uh, speaking of Switch games, I finally started playing Zelda. And I've been having a blast with that game. Um, I know you guys have, have talked about it to death, but, uh, you know, there's just something, as soon as I started playing it, it was just so relaxing, just going around, figuring out stuff to do, fighting guys, and it was just so, like, stress-free and, and just fun. So I've, I've really been enjoying that. I get the happiest when I am uh, cooking food because I just love that little song that plays. <laughs> so I'll just like cook food for like 30 minutes just like to hear the song and make different stuff. Um, I'm not very far in it yet. Um, I think I've played probably about 15 hours, but a lot of that has just been me wandering around, not, not doing anything terribly productive. Um, but yeah, I've been, I've been really enjoying it and keep looking forward to playing more. Um, but really, that's... That's all I have to talk about right now until cool. we get to Hellblade. So. <laughs> um, you only had 26 seconds left, Sam. So you did oh, a good. Man. You did a good I job. I just talk. Exactly, yeah. you did a good job. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think that having that sort of comfort game like that is 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 yeah. really important and really cool, you know. And I think, yeah, for me, for a long time, it was also was Overwatch. It was the game that I knew if I could just like, uh, I don't know what I want to play. I'm sort of like in a crappy mood or I'm like I'm not feeling great or like I feel a little anxious like let me just turn on Overwatch yeah. and play it for a couple like a little bit of a couple of hours or an hour and, and it was always the game that kind of calmed me down so yeah I think it's important to have a, a game like that uh, yeah and, and I'll say too uh, Cody has been fantastic for me he's been a great friend he wasn't on last night otherwise I would have played with him and I'm sure like within minutes he would have had me feeling good as well mm. but he's just you know he's always there for me and I mean I feel completely comfortable you know crying over the microphone with him just about <laughs> stuff so he's he's a great friend and I'm, I'm really lucky to have him and I'm just happy to you know have a talking games be part of my life right now because you guys have have meant a lot to me and just doing stuff making videos it it's like it helps me so i really appreciate oh my i get emotional too easily but uh but yeah you're gonna get us all emotional guys. sam oh, i know <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay we're so we're in all in hd now we're gonna be able to see our, our tears yeah. coming down our face <laughs> in, in hd yes. 
Um, I'm gonna start crying over here. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm really happy to hear that, Sam. It's, it, it, yeah. that's, yeah. I mean, um, that's the, I think, the most important and best thing about this thing that we've started and the thing, this thing we keep doing, is that we're able to find these friendships and connections together um, and make really, really good friends where we wouldn't have known those people at all, you know, if it wasn't for this thing. So I, I think that's amazing and awesome to hear. Um, and it, it definitely, you know, when, when stuff has happened over the last couple of months with, um, with my family, you know, it, it's, it's always been, everyone's always been incredibly supportive and wonderful about it. So it's, oh, it's as hard as those times can be. It's made them a little bit easier um, because you, you, you just feel like you have this huge umbrella of, support uh, around you even for people i mean for us of course like we we talk to each other and we're constantly talking and and, and, like almost every day um but even from people who aren't uh talking to us every day you know you just get that like that that feeling and uh, of just support out there and that's been really amazing over these over these last uh these last couple of months so um big thank you to you guys here and also to everyone out there in the community who's been so awesome about everything um so let's transition to talking about mental illness and hellblade sam um yes uh, so i haven't finished hellblade yet so i can't speak to the end of it um i know you have finished it right sam yes yes yeah. i have so um i have played uh i think three three hours of it i think i've pretty much hit the halfway point of, of, yeah. of the game um, I got through the first two like worlds you had to beat and now I've gone like I have like the next set of it's like either three or four things I have to do um, to reconstruct this sword or whatever mm-hmm. um, so that's where I am in, in the game and um, you know A and I'm sure we, you guys talked about this when you talked about it last time but like A the game production value wise is sort of second to none among 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 its peers i mean it's it's you know naughty dog level of polish and motion capture and performance i think i think the voice acting and the music and the visuals are all you know a plus amazing stuff um and, and i also really really enjoy the a Norse mythology aspect mm-hmm. of the game. I think it, it has that, it does that really great thing where the collectibles are also instructional about like real things. Mm-hmm. It reminds me a little bit weirdly of, um, what was that? Valiant Hearts. That was the name of that game that came out a couple of years ago from Ubisoft, which is like a World War One game where all of the collectibles were like videos or images or pieces about actual World War One, like, uh, battles or history or 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 events that that happened and this obviously this dresses things up a little more theatrically because they're all coming through that uh, the druth character Mm -hmm. um but it's still really really impressive nonetheless um you know i think that like uh where the game where the game i think falls a little short is in is just in the uh the breadth of stuff you do in the game, which I think is like, the combat is is fine, but it's not, it's it's not overly complicated, and it's not, um, I wouldn't say complicated. It's not very deep, right? So you like you get one set of things to do, and that's pretty much what you do 
for the entire entirety of the game, at least for the first three hours that I've played. Um, they, they vary the enemies types that you have to fight against, so you have to change up your your strategies here and there. But overall, um, it stays very much the same. It's more very as a more simplified combat system, um, and the puzzles so far, at least, have all been some form of um, look look at or find this shape in the environment, and then it. it it unlocks something whether or not it's actually find these symbols or it's like line up find a way to line up these symbols like that's what it's been so far and some of those things have been interesting and 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 tough to figure out which have been cool um but to me in a lot of ways the game feels like and i i find this happens with games that have triple a developers behind them sometimes um that feel like they need to fit into a certain genre or, or 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 thing it feels like a game that wants to be a st- straight story narrative based game where you you walk around and then you experience like the you experience uh, the the cycle the, the psychology and the narrative as you go around but they're like well but we're making this game we have to put combat into it we have to put puzzles into it because what people expect and you know for me the the narrative stuff is so interesting and the psychology stuff is so interesting that i would rather have stripped as much more much more of that stuff out of the game and have it been a much tighter experience like i think if the, if the game was three and a half three hours i think I, I think it would be a better um experience but i will say that the game does stuff with tackling mental illness and tackling um ideas behind psychology that most games don't even attempt to do and I think that Ninja Theory should be applauded for that. I mean, Sam, was there anything you wanted to talk about with me about the game? Well, just... No. No. I was just going to talk more about my feelings about it. <laughs> no, it's fine. I want to hear more feelings about it. You finished it, though. So how do you feel about the... I finished it. You finished it. How I, do you feel about the, the end? I, how does the end work for you? It, it was fantastic. Um, I loved it. I was completely satisfied. Um, some of the stuff you were saying about, you know, like the the way it's kind of repetitive, the combat's not very deep. I think that's part of why I like it so much because I'm not generally good at that type of combat game, but this one, it it makes me feel like I'm good at it. Um, You know, I I got into it pretty easily, was doing stuff. And like I said, I'm not good at this obviously because like halfway through the game, I finally realized I could block. I was like, oh, this is awesome. (laughs) Um, I finished the game and started it again and only then realized that I could use the right stick to direct like which enemy I was focusing on. so, you know, um, that's the way I play. But even <laughs> even with that, I still had a ton of fun with it um, there. Like you're approaching a part right now where you're going to get some some different kind of puzzles. You're going to get to a labyrinth type thing, which I'm just going to give you a warning. Uh, that labyrinth is tricky for finding your lore stones. I missed three lore stones in there. <laughs> and um, if you if you activate all of the lore stones at the end, you get a special uh, video clip um, revealing some more detailed stuff from her past that you won't get if you don't have them all activated. So I missed out on that, which is why I had to uh, go back and start the game again to go get those so I could get that final trophy. Um, but I also do want to go go through again all the way to see that clip. Um, but it's... Uh, and also just after after finishing it, you know, all, all through the game, you're hearing these stuff, you're feeling the stories, and you're, you're relating them to the game and how, how that works. Um, 
but on the second playthrough I, I really started paying attention to like what was being said and like taking that more personally to heart and and letting that affect me in different ways which which really um, it's it's it can be sad but it can also be very nice and helpful um, because ultimately you know it's it's a game it's a story about grief because she's lost uh, her beloved and you know as you go through you get to see like some past things their history um, some good things you see some bad things and it's just a, it's just a really emotional story and I think that's what what really gets me about a game is if it can it can pull me in and get me feeling deep emotions so this one definitely does that um i don't know i i think it's fantastic um i was also thinking that you know those they can <clears throat> excuse me they consulted mental health experts and i'm i'm not putting it past them that there might be subliminal messages in this game like telling me to love it so much and to keep <laughs> wanting to play it because it's like it's just crazy how much i i love the game and I mean, I just, I, I beat it, but I still want to keep playing it again just to, to keep getting more out of it. So, so that's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll say that, like, I, I think that this, this year between this and also a night in the woods deals with a similar, like not a similar situation, but deals with mental illness as well and describes it and illustrates it in ways that I've never seen before. Um, that gives more of an understanding about I think not just people who have severe cases like someone like Senua in in Hellblade, but also just every day how we all feel and how we all deal with with stress and grief and loss and all that kind of stuff. It it, it can it can categorize and um, illuminate those things in a way because it gives you a perspective maybe you didn't think about before. And I thought, I think that is really interesting and really cool. And I'll say like, I don't want the combat in the game to be harder or more complicated. I feel like they're, that they would have been better off if they had just not done it, you know, like at all. Yeah. Um, because to me, that doesn't illustrate like the, doesn't, that doesn't accentuate the things about the game that make it, that make it so powerful you know um but uh like there, there are some ways times it's used well like that when you're when you're heading down the bridge into like into helheim like that has a prolonged combat sequence that i think makes you feel like the struggle of of what's mm -hmm. of what's going on um but i mean I, but i think that what the game is doing narratively is, is amazing and i'm looking very forward to to finishing it um, over the over the yes. next week, um, I'll, uh, I'll want to talk to you privately once yes. you finish it. Okay, and, we will do and that for see sure. What you think and and how your opinions might change on stuff. All right, so. well, definitely, definitely. Um, and it's, I mean, it's cool too because it's forty bucks, so it, it, it's no, 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 Bobby, Bobby, it's thirty. Bucks. Sorry, it's thirty bucks. Sorry, it's, it's a 30 hell of a deal. It's, it I is mean, for thirty if, bucks. If you have a PlayStation, you might as well. Might I mean, as well. That, you might as well. There is to it. Those are a ringing, ringing endorsement of games. If you have it, you might as well. I mean, who, yes. what else are you going to do? Um, all right, three minutes on the clock, and I'm going to do mine. All right, here we go. So I have two more games to talk about that we haven't talked about yet, and those two are Tacoma um, from Fulbright, who made Gone Home. Uh, it's out on the Xbox One and NPC right now. I talked about it a little bit back when I just played about, an, about 45 minutes of it. Um, I finished it now. It's not very long. I mean, it's like two hours. It's, it's as long as Gone Home is, and... Uh, 
it is not as powerful, I think, or as affecting as Gone Home is. Um, but I think Gone Home to me was such a thunderclap of a game when I when I played it of of style and a way of playing a game and also um, an emotion in playing a game that I'd never felt before. And since Gone Home has come out, there have been several games that have come out that have kind of taken that style and and done other things with it. Some games like Firewatch, games like What Remains of Edith Finch. Um, Tacoma is going for something different. I mean, it's it's still a cool mystery story where basically you're rummaging through things to learn things about characters, except this time you're playing back these AR, like, recordings in the space station and there are these wireframe people and you hear their voices and you're sort of replaying what happened to them and then you're putting it together um you're trying to put it together like what happened to these people at the space station that you've come to that seems to be abandoned um it is very very good it's a very very good science fiction story um and if you're a fan of gone home or you're a fan of just cool science fiction stories um it's a definite play for me it's 20 bucks it's a couple of hours you have to decide whether that's worth it to you or not but if you like those type of games you'll you'll like this game absolutely um and the other thing i just started playing last night is uncharted lost legacy which is the new game from naughty dog it's this one is 40 dollars um and it stars uh uh chloe price who was in uncharted 2 and 3 and and nadine not chloe price chloe frazier chloe price is from uh Life is strange. strange, yes. Chloe Frazier, um, and then Nadine Ross, who is from Uncharted 4. Um, you play as Chloe. She was one of my favorite characters in Uncharted 2 and 3, and I was sad that she wasn't in 4. So it's really cool to see her here. Um, it is a very much an Uncharted game. Like It looks amazing. The performances are unbelievable. The facial capture is top-notch. It has all the production values of a of a full-length Naughty Dog game, um, and it has been very fun so far. I've only played it for about an hour, but I've already had, you know, a crazy chase where I'm sliding down the side of a building and have to jump off at the last second and grab onto a ledge that almost breaks off in my hands, then I have to scramble up above it. Um, I- I'm excited to play it. It's, it's apparently like it's probably like six to eight hours, I think. So it's like a f- almost a full-length Uncharted game. Um, and uh, it's really good so far. I, I, I'm, I, I started playing and I was like, yeah, I can definitely go for an Uncharted game right now. So I'm, I'm excited to play it. I'm not, I'm, I think it takes place after Uncharted 4. I'm not sure about the time frame, but the Nadine character mentioned something that seems like it was probably alluding to Uncharted 4. So, yeah. Uh, looking at it so far. Quick, quick question about, mm-hmm. about that. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it's got these badass ladies that look awesome so i i want to play it Mm -hmm. um but i've played uncharted one okay and that's all the uncharted's that i've played and i also um like sometimes if if a game is too heavy in like cutscenes and like slow walking while talking instead of action i kind of lose interest so how did how does this game like what's the ratio there how what do you think well, um, there definitely isn't a lot of slow walking and talking in Uncharted. There are okay. cutscenes, but the Uncharted is much more a like, um, you know, you jump off a ledge and when you land, the camera cuts and all of a sudden you're in a, a cutscene and then it like, you know, just dynamically comes out of the cutscene and now you're going again. If you're if you're worried about not having enough action, then Uncharted <laughs> is Uncharted. You don't have to worry about it <laughs> because okay. Uncharted okay. is an, is a, a game that's full of action. 
you will shoot a lot you will jump a lot you will run around a lot um as far as having to have played the other uncharted games this does not as far as i know doesn't even have like a cameo of nathan drake in the game so um you don't have to worry about knowing the other uncharted games i don't know i'm only about an hour in so i don't know how much like chloe references the stuff in past games or if that comes into the plot at all um i don't i don't think it's going to because nadine is not a character who is intrinsically involved in any of the past uncharted games other than four and she's sort of sort of an antagonist in that game so she's not really part of the main thing um uh chloe was very big part of two and three she was sort of like the like the frenemy uh you know character she she was the one who like you know she's she's good but she might double cross you if it's really the best thing for her um she's awesome though the voice actress is awesome um she like i said one of my favorite characters from the series so i'm really excited to play a game with her um for sure yeah um thank you yeah of course sam um so uh hey matt have you have you talked about this have you played the uncharted games Oh yeah, all of them. Okay, are you interested I, I, in this I, one? I can try quite a bit. I, I, I I'm probably gonna wait on, on this one. I, okay. I, uh, I, I bought Uncharted Four like right when it first came out, mm-hmm. and I felt a little, a little burnt because I, I, this is mostly my fault because I don't pace myself well when it comes to games, um, especially if I'm really into it, and I ended up playing through all of it like in a weekend and that kind of bummed me out because you know like you buy a new game and especially like mm-hmm. you know like, like 60 bucks and it's like and then i was like done with it and like I, i'm not really much of a multiplayer especially not uncharted mm-hmm. so um i, I probably I, this already at 40 that sounds pretty good i mean and uh what do you, you say like a 10 hour game or so like, yeah uh, yeah i think i think people have said it, it can be up 10 yeah. hours that's about the length of the first one right yeah I mean, yeah i think so one, yeah i think so. so yeah so yeah i uh I, I don't know i i i would like to play it but it also hasn't been that long since uncharted 4 so no, it's been about I a year no yeah yeah so maybe maybe it's not maybe that's part of it too is just i'm not hungry for it i guess mm-hmm. um but uh i, I th- those games are great and i know like the moment i start playing it i'll plow right through it because they're engaging the characters are all incredibly likable um the writing's always really really good um and honestly it sounds pretty good i i kind of hope and this is not a slide against nathan drake but i do hope that this is a game that i mean they don't it doesn't seem like they need him Mm. so uh i kind of would like it to be uh you know just let these characters tell their story and and you know if you want to play in the nathan drake game there's plenty of those so uh yeah like I, I like the sound of that i like the the sound of like kind of exploring other characters you know uh exploring their 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 character a little bit more yeah yeah absolutely and and, and i think that yeah. they don't they definitely don't need any more nathan drake games that's for sure yeah. um yeah like I mean I like like you said I like Nathan Drake I love all of those games and I think that mm-hmm. they told really good stories and the fourth one was an amazing high note to go out on for that e- series yes. yeah I, I really do feel like it would almost spoil it a little bit because that, that was such a good ending and not 
it's not often that video games really stick the ending um, <laughs> no <laughs> and and they did a really good job like it was incredibly satisfying almost to the point where it was uncomfortable with like like oh he this is good i'm happy for him mm-hmm. please don't touch it yeah please just <laughs> let it let him he's ridden off in the sunset i don't need a crystal skull please <laughs> no definitely not <laughs> definitely yeah. not uh, uh yeah yeah it, Good games. I I kind of I kind of want Naughty Dog to do something new. Yes, no. and I, I I think that I said this after what was it um PSX last year when they mm-hmm. announced uh, the Last of Us two, mm-hmm. and people are very excited. And don't get me wrong, I am also very excited. The Last of Us is a fantastic video game. It's got one of the best stories ever in a game. Great characters. I did not want them to do the Last of Us. like at all i just want because they're just so good they're such a good developer like yeah last of last of us was so amazing because they had done uncharted one uncharted two uncharted three and it was like now here's their new thing you know they're doing the last of us cool one-off like really good story a really great um ending that was totally up to interpretation how you were going to take it um then they did Uncharted 4, and I was like, well, of course they're doing Uncharted 4. I wish that they didn't do it, but they did it. It was very good. So I was like, okay, mm-hmm. cool. But let's see what the new thing is going to be. And then I was like, Last of Us 2. And I was like, yeah, okay. Like, I'm sure it's going to be excellent, but I just want to see what you can do that's not this stuff. And I understand they have to pay the bills yes. and all that, but they've proven themselves. Like, you yeah. know, Last of Us was a new property, mm-hmm. and it totally killed. Like, they're at a point now where... It's, anything they make is going to sell well. Yeah. Like so, I, I, I get it, but at the same time, yeah, I, I, I'm not thrilled for The Last of Us Two, and I'm like you. Wonderful game. It was a terrific game. It was, you know, but I have no desire to revisit that world. Mm, yeah, me neither. Sam, are you the one that doesn't like The Last of Us? Well, um. I, I, I haven't ever finished it okay. because you didn't like that, it. S- that slow walking and talking and I just <laughs> oh, I was just like oh my god can't I just like shoot things and be done with it um, so get it you maybe, have problems come on yeah like when I, on a really like when I play all the games that I have and I have nothing to do maybe I'll try it again Oof. a lot of ringing endorsements of games on this episode of, of talking games <laughs> I mean, if you got a Switch, yeah. why not? If I'm done with all yeah. of the other games I have to play in my entire <laughs> life, maybe then I'll try again to play The Last of Us. Um, if it's there yes. and I'm... Yeah. If I get pneumonia or something, I guess I'll look <laughs> at it. It's, it's so funny because, like, Sam, you say that, and, like, we're, we're so opposite in, 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 in this in this manner because like to me the worst part of the last of us is the part where you shoot the gun like it's the last thing i want to be doing i want to be doing all of like the walking around and talking and like the story stuff and then i'm like i guess i have to shoot a bunch of flower zombies now you know like that's yeah um, Yeah, like like you said you know like if if it's just a, a straight story game with nothing else in it and it's a good enough story then then I'm in 100%. Like, mm-hmm. Gone Home, I, I love that. That's one of my favorite games ever. Uh, and it's completely different from what I normally play. But it was it was so well done, and it didn't try to throw in other stuff that wasn't necessary. It was just, you know, here's what you're doing. You're learning this story. And, and if, it, if it's that way and it's short enough, then I'm, I'm going to enjoy it. So. Huh. 
I have a friend, and every time Last of Us comes up, it always makes me think of this. Uh, he, he loves video games, but if he gets stuck in a part, he will just, he is the biggest, fuck this, I'm done, you know, kind of guy. <laughs> and uh, his moment with uh, Last of Us was, because uh, I asked him, we were playing at the same time right when it came out, and I asked him, like, did you beat it? Did you like, you know, you love it? And he's like, nope, got that part where I got caught in a trap and I hung upside down, I had to shoot a zombie, couldn't do it, fucking I'm done. <laughs> like, like, that's it? Really? Like, you're not going to, nope, done. Okay. <laughs> Uh, all right it's a good story i don't care (laughs) (laughs) that's really funny yeah i mean don't get me wrong i i i have those moments for myself quite quite a bit um and last of us was a game i picked up i played for a little bit and then just stopped playing it like i was like i was like okay i got frustrated in a part and i something else came out and i was like onto that game and i just left last of us behind me and then a couple of years ago, I was like, no, I'm just going to beat it. I'm just going to play it and beat it because I want to be able mm. to do it. And I played the PS4 version, the remastered version. And it looks amazing and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, I mean, Uncharted Lost Legacy seems cool. And I'm going to I'm definitely going to put through it. It's amazing that the game is $40 and has like the full bore naughty dog um, production value behind it, which, yeah. which is pretty neat. Um, yeah, because those games are those are very attractive video games. They are very, very pretty games for sure. You'll, you'll, that's we never ever will say that against Naughty Dog ever. Yeah. So um, let's go. Just let's do some listener questions here. Uh, the previously mentioned uh, Cody Tietrich has a question for us. It says, "What's your first video game memory?" Sam, why don't you start? Okay, so when I first heard this question. Like, the thing that sprung to my mind was, like, being in elementary school, probably, like, third or fourth grade, I don't know, um, I had a friend who her mom would babysit me and my sister after school, and they had an NES first, and I remember just playing Super Mario Brothers 1 uh, over there at that house and just loving it. We eventually got an NES ourselves, but uh, then when I was thinking further, I'm like, wait, that wasn't, that wasn't my first video game. Um, back when I don't even know how little we were. My dad was into computers, so we had the old Commodore 64, and we played games on that. And the one I remember most is, it was called Forbidden Forest, and like you had, like I think a bow and arrow, and you would have to go shoot like bats and like spiders. And then I remember like the first boss was um, like a dragon, and we played it a lot, but like never, never got very far. I don't know if we ever even got past that dragon. But uh, but that one's probably <laughs> the actual first uh, video game that I that I had. So cool, cool. Yeah. Commodore sixty four. Yes. What about you, Matt? We're, oh, sorry, Sam. I, sorry, know, no. Go ahead, Sam. Go ahead. What were you gonna say? Oh no, I was just saying my parents were moving and we were just cleaning out the house, and so I just found all these old Commodore sixty four discs, and I just oh. I don't have I don't have the heart to throw them out. So don't don't <laughs> no. don't ever throw out no. old video games. It's, yeah. Yep. It's a bummer unless it's like a sports game. Then fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, to the sharks. All right. What's your what's your first video game memory, Matt? I mean, I, we always had like a NES um, at, at growing up. So we always, I remember that my grandmother had an NES, uh, and you know she had like 
weird. Your grandma sounds awesome. Yeah, no, nah, she's pretty sweet, man. <laughs> and still alive. She's still pretty sweet. She's older. <laughs> um, doesn't have any video games anymore, but whatever. She never played them anyway. Uh, but like, like, yeah, she had like uh, Mario. She had Mario 3. We didn't. So that was, you know, you know, points towards grandma. Um, but uh, my, my one of my earliest, and I know it sounds like, oh my god, is he he's, he's, is he seriously talking about Ducktales again? Um, <laughs> but when uh, when 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 I was about six or seven, uh, my dad uh, built us. Uh, he, he built his own house. That was his thing. Like he always wanted to be able to build uh, his own house. And I remember. Uh, after school a lot we would go while it was being built uh, and my dad's an electrician so he knows a lot of contractors and things like that so it was pretty much you know his design it was you know it was a slow build but it was uh, so it, probably like a year or so I remember going to like that partly finished house and going to what was going to be my brother's room and we had like a black and white dial TV with an NES and DuckTales and you know like after school like we would have to stay like in an unfinished house for like four hours uh or four or five hours or so and we would just we played ducktails and stuff like that uh i remember that was that was uh, a pretty awesome memory and uh, it is the best game <laughs> for the nintendo entertainment system so i just drop you from this call um okay. and end this madness said. right now um <laughs> Wait, so, I, I can't hear Matt anymore. It's oh, like what's going on? Yeah, I can't hear Matt. I don't, what? I don't know what's I happening. Me either, Sam. I can't hear him for whatever no. reason. Um, and Prisley won't let me it. switch to his video. Won't let me switch to his video. I don't know why. I don't well, know. Um, it's understood. So. <laughs> uh, so for me, you know, actually, Sam, I, I, it my first like real crystallized video game memory is probably Mario Brothers. Like as boring as like that Super Mario Brothers. Sorry, the. Um, and as sort of like typical as that sounds, that's the first thing I can really remember really clearly. But so much like you were saying, my brother had a Commodore 64, my older brother, oh, and yeah. and an Atari 2600. And I can't really pick out in my brain, my kid, going back to my memory of my kid brain, which one I played what on, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely remember a, my really first memory is probably this like track and field game which I think was on the Commodore 64, because I think I remember hitting like um, keyboard keys back and forth to try to make the person go faster, I think. Um, I don't know what game it was, but that's like what is the first thing in my brain when I think about it, sitting in my brother's room at his Commodore 64 and playing games there. That and like the, um, uh, I remember playing Combat, that's the one with the tanks, right? Is that mm-hmm. the one with the tanks? Um, yeah. Pitfall, oh, um, stuff like that. Uh, uh, th- those are the first guys I really remember playing, but my really first like clear memories are going, I went to my aunt's house once and her, her my cousin had gotten an, an NES and had Mario Brothers and playing that there um, was the, was really the first like really clear as, clear as day memory that I have about that. And this isn't the first memory, but I always remember like when I, when I had my NES, it was like in our, my, our playroom at home. And, um, I came home from school one day and there was like a note from my dad that was like, I beat Bowser. 
dad and like signed dad oh man and then and then the next day the same the same um the same note from my 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 mom so my parents were playing it when i was like at school and stuff which was which was pretty cool um so that, that was that was a neat memory for sure um i i always remember leaving the nintendo on like uh whenever we had to go like church or something oh yes uh, yeah like mm -hmm. we'd play that morning and then like oh yeah i got a church like all right fine <laughs> and then like coming home and like either acting like we just turned it on or like because if my mom found out we left it on the whole time she was just like you gotta catch the house on fire <laughs> those things are made in japan they're not reliable <laughs> um, uh, all right let's see next question is from john d and he says what's the most you've spent on a free-to-play game or on in-game currency and items and in what game he is this close to buying skins in injustice 2 uh, I will say for me, I have not ever spent too much money. I think Overwatch is probably the game I've spent the most money in. I've definitely spent at least 60 to $80 on loot boxes in the year plus that game has been out. And that's not like even of that much money, but every so like, that, sorry, so go ahead, Is Matt. that free to play? No, yeah. it's not free to play. He said, or okay. just like a game that has enough oh, okay, in-game okay, purchases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because I don't think I've ever really spent much on any of any, on any free to play game um, at mm. all. Um, but Overwatch is probably the one because every once in a while I just get like the like I just want to open some loot boxes. Like I get that feeling. <laughs> like especially and it especially happens when I haven't I haven't been playing the game a lot. I get back into it. I'm just like oh, I just want to see what happens if I open a bunch of loot boxes. Um, and I'll just like be like oh, 20 bucks and I'll buy the loot boxes. Um, that's probably the one that I probably spent the most on. Um, it's really one of the only ones I've ever really spent real money on like in-game items like i bought lots of dlc for other games but i don't really count that because it's like new content um and i did over the last week i think i did spend 25 dollars <laughs> buying crates off the steam marketplace for player unknowns battlegrounds oh, so uh i did that because i really wanted the yellow tracksuit yeah. and i got the pants but i did not get the shirt which I'm going to say so I'm really disappointed with PUBG's um, crate things. Like, I spent $700, like, in-game well, money. 700 points, to get yeah, a, yeah. To, 700 <laughs> points to get a crate. <laughs> and the only thing in that crate was a pair of pants. Well, like, yeah. what? Yep. Like, what? Like, <laughs> games are supposed to give you, like, four things in a crate, not just one thing for all that money. Oh, I'm so disappointed, but... Yeah, um, and I'm gonna say I, I feel you with the Overwatch. I bought quite a bit of loot boxes there because uh, mine. I, I was doing it during events when I wanted the event skins, and you know I have this this feeling, this theory that like if you if you buy a few and you don't get what you want, it's just a waste. And I'm gonna be really angry. So I mean, you pretty much have to buy 50 boxes <laughs> if you wanna if you wanna get something and be satisfied. And so I've done that twice now. And every time I've gotten uh, either what I needed or enough money to get what I needed. And it was, it was satisfying, I have no regrets. Um, but then for, as far as free to play, I am, I am so sorry to say this, a little bit ashamed. I'm like, I never thought I would be this kind of person. Um, oh, but a comes. while back, we were playing Neverwinter, 
and um, like I bought, I think first I spent just a little bit of money to buy some more storage because, you know, I just it kept filling up. I needed more space. I was going to buy some storage. And then, you know, I kept seeing all these mounts. There were just so many neat mounts and all I had was a horse. And I was just like, man, I really want something cool. And I don't remember what happened, what was going on, but I was having a really bad day. And you know what? I was like, fuck it. I'm going to I'm going to spend 35 bucks. I'm going to buy this guard drake and I'm going to have like a kick ass mount. And for some reason, I was like, I, I think I ended up spending fifty dollars because I'm like, well, if I'm going to buy it, I might as well get like the extra bonuses and get this. So anyway, I think I still have money left over on Neverwinter. But I got this guard drake and you guys, it is it's fantastic. You could you could make it rear up and like roar. I would just oh, ride that man. thing around, and it made me so happy. Um, I, I probably only played the game for like a month after that, but I, again, I have no regrets because that guard drake made me so happy, and I still get happy just thinking about it. So, Sam and those dragons. Yeah. If, you, if you've got the money and it's going to make you happy, you go for it. That's what I have to say. <laughs> I will say this: we're alive, and Adam Shaw, who's a who hosts Talking Valiant, and has been a member of the site for a very long time says bobby you can buy the crates in game with money for cheaper than the steam marketplace i know that <laughs> but you can't buy the but the games come into invitational crates cost more they cost 1200 per crate and Jeez. it takes a long time to rack up 1200 points in that game when you're not that good at it so it, <laughs> i ha, you know I, I gotta circumvent that with real money uh matt have you ever spent money on a free-to-play game or an in-game store at all Probably the most I've ever like spent on like DLC or anything like that was probably like Battlefront. Uh, mm. I remember I bought that game for like twenty five bucks, uh, but bought all of like I didn't buy like the the fancy version where it would have been much cheaper. I bought like you know like every few months is like fifteen dollars for this, fifteen dollars for this. So I, I definitely spent more on DLC than I did the actual game on that on that one. And maybe like Smash Bros. I own a lot of Amiibos, so that m might count. Ooh, that um, counts. Yeah. yeah. Well, then it. Boy, does it count. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, uh, the one I feel the worst about was when I first got an iPhone, um, and things like those free to play and things i didn't that wasn't i didn't know what that was i didn't know what that was and so i i thought just like every game was kind of free and <laughs> um i bought a game called my horse and you uh you raise a horse and you show it and you brush it you feed it and you do all the things that a horse owner does with a horse, except it's not real. Um, and, you know, after a while, it'll do these things where it's like, you can't show your horse until, like, tomorrow unless you want to pay, like, a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> or 45 crystals. And mm. if you want a crystal... In a, and I, I knew, I knew, I was like, ah, this is why you were free. And I remember knowing... But, like, I got really into that game. Like, it was just kind of like, uh, I'm bored. I got my phone out. All right, let's go take care of my horse. Um, and then one day I was like, all right, I'm just going to pay $5 and uh, <laughs> buy a bunch of crystals so I can take care of my horse. And uh, I, I immediately after I did that, like, immediately after I spent the money, 
it was like a wave of like realization of like the hell is wrong with you uh and i was like i don't want to play this game anymore <laughs> so so it was like five dollars i had so many crystals but i i just was like like this is wrong this mm. is wrong and i don't want to play with this horse anymore so that horse is sitting somewhere in the cloud oh. dead oh no uh, off of no 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 off of neglect mm. uh yeah, but my horse, it's still on the App Store. I double-checked uh, before I answered this question because I wanted to get the name right. My <laughs> horse. <laughs> um, all right. So I, I, also, I, say I, I think one of the games, free-to-play games I've spent money on, there's this game called Type Shift on iOS, which is it's really yes. cool. It's like this like crossword game. puzzle type of game. And most of it's, it's a lot of it's free, and there's a daily puzzle that's always free, but you can buy, like, like uh, packs uh, for it, like new packs mm-hmm. for it. Um, and I had absolutely no qualms about buying extra packs because yeah. that game is phenomenal. It's really, yeah, really it's, fun. It's yeah. really fun, especially you get a kind of a group kind of together to mm-hmm. like, like where everyone's like kind of helping out each other and their puzzles, like, uh, like a bunch of bored English teachers, for example. <laughs> uh, it's a lot of fun. Oh, man. Um, all right. So um, one last question here, and this is from Megs. Uh, she says, uh, speed runs, do they count if they include glitches to finish them? Um, this is actually like a very almost like technical question because there are two different kinds of speed runs um, uh, that people do. One, one people will do, which actually kind of three different ones. One is like they'll play the game like straight, no no glitches there is a glitch there will be glitch runs and then there'll be actually tool assisted runs where they'll actually use like software to enhance what they're doing um but for me like the glitch ones are almost more interesting to me because i love seeing the shit in games that they didn't mean to be there that is there like i mean and the n64 is like the king of of this because yeah. because like they did not know what they were doing yet and they're like these like crazy shitty walls yeah shitty walls like donkey <laughs> kong like donkey kong 64 you can like beat it in like 20 seconds because you just like kind of like do this weird like hop through a wall and then all of a sudden you're mm-hmm. in like the last world and it's like crazy to me that it's like connected you know, in that way you know yeah, it's all one big yeah. platform yeah. yeah yeah um those are cool like the mario 64 ones are really really cool like the uh, like the Zelda ones are I think the Ocarina of Time ones are neat as well, um, and right when uh, when Bloodborne was first coming out, bef- before they did some patches to it, there were some really interesting like glitch runs where they could like do a little hop, like do like the hop and the roll, and they could get themselves like over a fence they weren't meant to get over, and into an area of the game you're not supposed to be able to access until like until like twenty hours into the game. Um, so it was it was pretty it was pretty cool. Uh, Matt, do you ever watch any speed runs or anything like that? Uh, a little bit. I mean, I remember uh, it was fun to watch like when Breath of the Wild came out and people discovered that like roll and swipe or what or no roll and like call your horse. Yeah, and the whistle thing. You don't. Yeah, yeah you can like essentially run without wasting any yeah. stamina. Uh, I would say for a true speed run, and this is coming from someone that. Is not a part of that community or anything like that, <laughs> uh, but I know like older games and things like that. Speedrunning is a big thing. Uh, I would say for older games, I would not. For a true speedrun, I would say glitch and 
does not count. Oh. I, I think I think it's it's more impressive to watch someone like like just know the game so well that they can just play through it. I don't want to say legitimately because that's probably going to piss off somebody. <laughs> um, but but play through it straightforward. Uh, th- I I think that's cool to watch. Um, yeah, I think I. That's what I say. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be the counterpoint in this. So you, okay, well, so you just hate people who use glitches. Yeah, I don't yeah. hate it. I, don't get me wrong. I like watching <laughs> Mario do that weird butt up the stairs oh, yeah. bounce <laughs> thing, and I, I like that. I enjoy that. Mm-hmm. But if if we're gonna really start like timing this and things like that, I think we need to, mm-hmm. you know, honor so, system, boys and girls. <laughs> don't slap a game shark on that thing or. <laughs> Sam, what do you think? Galoob. So I'm I'm not too familiar with like glitched speedruns. I don't really know much about it. But I would say like you know if you're equating like glitching to cheating or you might say hacking, I think that's like an intrinsic part of video games. And like there's a prestige to hacking something and making it work a way that it's not supposed to work. So I would say that that completely counts. And oh, I mean. Sam. I mean, what what are what are your feelings on Captain Kirk and the Kobayashi Maru test where he glitched that to to pass? Um, Captain Kirk is a little bit arrogant and full of himself, um, and he never truly passed the Kobayashi Maru. He cheated. Did he did he cheat or did he find a new way to do something? Oh, I mean, that's the question. Are you thinking you know? outside the box? I I I I will say this, Sam. When you were giving your explanation, I was so <laughs> confident in what I had said. Once you said that, I was like, Yeah, that's right. That's, <laughs> that's, she's you're, you're right. You're right. And well, and, and I played yeah. uh, near Automata earlier this year and. You know, like a major part of that game is going in and hacking things, and mm. there are cheats in that game that it's just like it's it's built to be that way, and it's just embracing the full spectrum of what a video game can be. So, so I'm I'm pretty cool with it. But, I will say this, uh, and this is part of like my damaged upbringing. <laughs> uh, uh, this weird baggage like you know when you have things that your parents told you like when you're a kid and you're like I will never ever forget this moment and I kind of hate that I can't forget this moment I remember uh, my dad took me to Walmart and I bought a game shark for my Game Boy so I could cheat at Pokemon uh, and my he, god he was, you cheater that's horrible yeah I know I still own I still own that <laughs> game shark too uh, but I remember he was like asking like, oh what game is this and i was like oh it's a game shark it helps me cheat at games and i remember him just looking at me and saying uh and he's like i why don't you just play the game and get good at it <laughs> and it's like, a good I, question yeah exactly like i had no answer i had no answer i I know i could have said well dad you know we live in the middle of freaking south arkansas i can't i don't know anyone that has pokemon blue so like there's like three eevees and i I just i can't beat it dad but i I just simply just stood there and go like he's right (laughs) he's you back right. down off of your uh, <laughs> off your convictions very quickly, Matt. <laughs> You're right. You're right. I do. Okay. I'm a I'm a flake. Um, I I just need to say one thing. Uh, yes. Begs sent in this question, and she and I had a little incident earlier today in Discord, and I just want to go ahead and bring this up uh, right now. 
Um, there was a joke made about watching a video while driving in traffic, and I told her she was going to get a lecture about making that <laughs> joke. So let me just say for everybody listening, don't don't text while driving, don't watch videos while driving, don't do anything that can distract you from driving. Because you know what? We love you, and we want to play games with you. We want you to be around for a very long time. So just be responsible and do not be a distracted driver. Megs, I love you, and I am sorry that you had to get this lecture on the podcast. Well, <laughs> cell phones were made to break rules, so my <laughs> point is that uh, no, I'm just kidding. Don't don't. Matt, you're going to get a lecture off air. Oh, no. I will. I will tell you that <laughs> so people sorry. who don't know Sam, she does like to give lectures about things. I give so. lectures. You guys, I'm I'm pro I think I'm older than all of you, and I'm like the mother hen, and I lecture people. So Cody's been the recipient of many lectures. Now Megs has got it. Nobody is safe, so just just watch out. <laughs> I do a lot of reckless bad shit, Sam. So oh my god, <laughs> we're gonna have to have a talk. S Sam well. tried to lecture us all on the use of Eastern Standard or Eastern Daylight Time in oh in, in our Discord chat. Yes. And yes. it, it did nothing but confuse people. <laughs> I, I don't wear safety goggles when I mow. Matt! We, I, oh, God. Oh, my God. I, Actually, mow, mowing's okay. Like, if you were, like, using, like, a chainsaw to trim limbs, then you need your safety goggles. But mowing, I'm okay with uh, with no safety goggles. Okay, sweet. So, but you're All wearing right. shoes, right? When you mow? No. no. Matt. Matt, <laughs> do you have all your toes? I still yes <laughs> not all his uh, teeth I'm just, though i'm just gonna say <laughs> yeah. i mean you do live in arkansas so i think you're you know the possibility percentage of things happening just automatically goes up yeah. so yeah, i just I've... want you to be careful <laughs> yeah. i was i was like where are you gonna go with this <laughs> <laughs> i know you're from arkansas and you don't know better <laughs> it seems like the laws laws of humor are work, uh, will work against you matt in this case yeah, <laughs> yeah. yes um so uh, yeah, so that's the last listener question we have. But I just I wanted to do one more thing. Um, you guys answered a very a very important listener question last week on the show. Um, so I'd I'm like so you excited. to reiterate it to me, and then I will give you my answer. Okay, Sam, go ahead. All right, Bobby, this is this is the most important question of our time, really. Mm -hmm. um, so, fuck Mary, kill. Wario, Sonic, or Spyro? Oh man, Matt's, Matt's leaving. leaving the podcast. He is done with us. <laughs> All right. So, um, so uh, Wario, Sonic, and Spyro. Yes, and to be clear, we're talking about Wario, not yes, Waluigi, Sam. Everyone knew which, you were talking about which, Wario, except for you. <laughs> except yeah. for me, I guys. Last week, I am so sorry. I was thinking of Waluigi mm -hmm. when we were talking about Wario, but I stand by my answers. So. Who is way more skeezy looking than even yes. Wario is? Because we were. Yes. It's funny, Sam and I were talking like after after the podcast, and I was like, she was like, Wario is the creepiest, and I was like. Well, no, actually, Waluigi is the creepiest. And yeah. she's like, well, he wasn't yeah. on the table. And I was like, well, okay, but Waluigi... And I still, it still didn't connect the dots for yeah. me when we had that conversation. I don't, I don't know. I just, I didn't get it. I don't like that Waluigi's not in any real video games. He's just like, he just shows up to like race carts and play golf and stuff. Yeah. Like, being an actual video game I know. freak. I know, I know. He's too skeezy to be. He definitely looks dead. like he'd be on some like list, like when you moved into a neighborhood of like, of people to watch out for. Um, yeah. I uh, though I do always play him in Mario Tennis. 
That that's his first appearance. <laughs> I like so. I like playing as him in Mario Tennis, and I like that I'm, he's I'm his, disappointed in you. This is um, it's him and his most pure. Nah, I'm a number one. <laughs> is what he always says. But anyway, um, so uh, yeah, he does. Um, well, first off, I'm gonna think I'm gonna have to kill Wario for sure. Yes. Oh good answer. Good answer. I, listen, I don't want to look. Like, if you're talking just pure video game terms, I don't want to lose WarioWare as a video game franchise. However, I think Nintendo's already sent that to the death shed, um, so I don't think Aww. I have to worry about that. Um, so the one on Wii U is good. The one, on, but the one on Wii U was not a WarioWare game, Matt. It was like this weird yeah. mini game collection that was like it was like four games, and they they lasted like yeah. twenty minutes each. That's not a WarioWare game. Uh, right. It had that cool you're like right. spy party game where you try to guess who the real people were. That was a cool game. There that were cool one games in, the in it. One was a lot of fun. Yeah, no, there are cool games in it. But yeah. when I'm a WarioWare game, I want like five second games that are hilarious. Cat Nana. Yeah, that's what sex uh, with him would be pizza. like. Five second game. <laughs> Look, if you could, you could promise me that it would, that it would be five so seconds long, then I think I would maybe not kill him and do the. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't that's really want to have sex with either any any one of these creatures. Um, He's got a motorcycle. He, do, he does God, have he does have a motorcycle. It. He does have a motorcycle. That's true. But I think it runs yeah. on his own farts. So I don't really think that it's like the sexiest motorcycle in the world. <laughs> Spyro's games have been running on farts. For it's true. A long it's true. Um, but Spyro seems like he's like a nice a nice person. Not a nice person. A nice dragon. I guess I'd say. Nice person is probably the wrong the wrong thing to say. Um, uh, so I think I would marry Spyro. Um, oh God. Good job. Good job. Uh, um, I, I like it was close between Spyro and Sonic to marry, but like Sonic has a little too much of an attitude, and he's too much of like a like I just <laughs> see him in my head with like his arms crossed, like hitting his foot on the ground, like come on, and he just like he has all of these weird friends that always are around yeah, him. Yes, I will agree with that. You know, and he just seems seems to keep getting more and more of them. Like I can deal with like a close knit group. Like it was just like tails and and knuckles and like maybe Amy. I would be like, no. maybe Amy, I would be okay with it, but like, there's just too many. I, I don't want anything to do with Shadow. I don't want any, Shadow no. is dangerous, has a gun. Big the cat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to deal with that. But I mean, Sonic, he's like, he's like in good shape, he, you know, whatever. So I think that like, that would definitely be the, I would only fuck Sonic, kill Wario and marry Spyro. Yes, good job, Bobby, good job. That was my, that's my thought process behind it. Well, and I, I think I need to state for the record that your answers are the same as my answers and the same as Hugh's answers. Okay. So I think we have a consensus mm -hmm. on what the correct answers are. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, mean I, don't think, I, don't, I don't know how you could possibly... No one can marry Wario, right? I mean, No, he, I agree to that. No. Uh, he does have a lot of money. I he mean, does have a lot of money. But he's hunting. very greedy, and he's very... And he's very... Um, he's, he, he hoards his money, and... I thought of a... I thought of a bad joke. He basically develops <laughs> elaborate saw traps in order to protect his money. <laughs> Brings a new meaning to the name Wario Shake It. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for the Talking Games podcast <laughs> for this week. Uh, you can follow us on... <laughs> Sorry, yes, game. Matt. It's no, Matt, game. you're done. You're done. Uh, but Wario Shake game. It is a good game. Yes. Yeah. All the Wario Land games are pretty good. Um, to be fair, right. yes. The only good game on Virtual Boy. It's Wario's. <laughs> um, Wario has good video games, but I would not want to marry him or have sex with him. So 
that's... Spyro has terrible video games. Yes, but Spyro is very like he seems he's like an adorable dragon. Yes, yeah, adorable. Like... He has a good good disposition, but he's also he hangs out with dragonflies. <laughs> What's your problem with dragonflies? You need to get over it. Of the group of things that any of these characters hang out with, I will take the dragon who hangs out with dragonflies. You think Wario is the same species as Mario? Yes, he's got to be the same species. They have like a similar look. He's got the pointy ears, though. It's true. He does have pointy ears, but I feel like that's just to make him look evil. (laughs) Uh, All right. Um, Isn't he like... He's supposed to... I don't even know what what is, how is he is he related to Mario in some way? He shows up in Mario Land Two mm-hmm. on Game Boy, and he just decides I'm going to take Mario's mansion. Which whatever, I didn't know Mario had one. No, um, well, he's going to be someone with all that money he collects. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know what Wario's deal is, especially with Waluigi, because he just showed up to play tennis and mm. he's still around. Um, I would like a Waluigi game. I would like to see a Waluigi game. I would like to see what that would be because they gave Wario an interesting angle. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's, he's a mini game guy, or he's like these collectathon side scroller game uh, mm-hmm. games. You know, like well, Waluigi could be in like a like take Rhythm Heaven and just give it to Waluigi. Oh yeah, definitely that'd be a good one. Waluigi is kind yeah. of like that really disgusting skinny Mario. That happens in like uh, that. Oh, and like Mario Maker. In Mario Maker, yeah, that's like yeah. what that's what it's like to make like the mutant Mario. Um, anyway, yeah. follow us on Twitter at Talking Underscore Games, Twitch.tv slash Talking Games, YouTube.com slash Talking Games, videos where you can find archives of live streams and also all of our original video series, um, Heroes Hideout and Ladies Choice that that Sam is on. She just did a What Is of Machinarium. Oh, that's what I wanted to talk about really quick. <laughs> My wife could definitely tell you a very good story about my experience with Machinarium, which is I have never been more frustrated by a video game in my entire life. I couldn't figure out this one puzzle. People are Machinarium, you should watch the video. What is Machinarium? That Sam did. It's a um, it's it's a puzzle game, and it's basically like. It has like almost a hidden object nature to it where you're trying to find items throughout and and make and to solve the puzzle, stuff like that. Um, There was some puzzle. I was trying to find how one thing went with another and I just could not figure it out. And I was on the edge of absolute madness. (laughs) Like I was yelling at my my wife. Like she would try to help me and I'd be like, I'd be like, (laughs) I'm like, what do you think? I'm an idiot or something? <laughs> it was bad. It's the worst when video games spark an argument. Yeah, <laughs> and so I uh, never played that game again. But you should watch the what <laughs> is that that Sam did, because um, a lot of people really love that game, and they that developers made a lot of interesting puzzle games like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you and I did a PUBG stream today. Um, we we're usually ones on Friday mornings. I don't know if they'll be the ones Friday morning because my wife and I have a uh, sonogram appointment. So I don't know if I'll be able to do that one. But uh, usually every Friday mornings we'll do it. Uh, PUBG Megs and I. Um, yeah. So uh, obviously subscribe to the podcast, review it on iTunes. Um, email us games at talkingcomicbooks.com if you have any longer form messages you want to get across to us. Um, and yeah, you can follow us personally on Twitter. I'm at Bobby Shortle Sam. 
I am at S-K-S-U-V-A-K. And just real quick, I want to say one thing. Um, I know that she is never going to listen to this, but uh, August 24th is my mom's birthday. So just happy birthday, mom. That's all. Thank you. Well, that's very nice. Yes. Happy birthday, Sam's mom. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And Matt. For Matt. Oh, I'm at Johnny Matt Wood on Twitter. (laughs) Um, And Instagram. So I... I, I have that. You do. All the hotness that Matt puts on his Instagram. I'm a follower and I would not, I could not go a day without Matt's Instagram. Um, oh, sweetheart. <laughs> uh, Justin is at uh, Jorok, J-O-R-O-A-K. And Hugh is H underscore Paz, which is P-A-Z. Uh, I say like Hugh, H underscore Paz on, on Twitter. Um but that's gonna do it for the talking. Whoa, 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 whoa what's Bobby, wrong? Bobby, come on! Oh, if you're gonna, if you're gonna fucking you. do that, Kelsey oh, is at Kelsey. Oh, shit! Sorry. Uh, I don't quite know how to spell it. I'm gonna guess K E L S S A M U S. One S. One S. Sorry, sorry. I'm looking at on this thing right now. One S. K E L S A M U S. Yes, that's true. That's true. There we go. All right, all right. And you should feel ashamed of yourself. I do feel ashamed of myself. I'm very, very sorry, Kelsey. She's. She's interesting to follow on Twitter because yes, if you're gonna follow any of us on Twitter, if you're gonna follow any of us on Twitter, it should be Kelsey. So most definitely, she does. She does just tweet stuff. (laughs) It's a very, very might as well, might as well. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, So now that's gonna do it for the Talking Games podcast for this week. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Bobby. And thank you to all of you who are listening. Until next time, be good to one another.